Zerti and Quirty, my two twins. Zerti and Quirty. <laughs> I really wish I could have two porcupine quins and twins. And Quinzen? Quinzen. Porcupines. And name them Tinzi and Quincy. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Good, good evening. Good night. Gefilte fish. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hey, happy holidays. What holidays? I mean, we're coming off one. We're getting ready for one. I, I mean, knew it. This is the time. You're sliding. This I can tell the by the sliding. How? This is the this is the month. This is the time where you start sliding into oblivion. Oh, where I just go and and nowhere to be found. Your left eye gets lazier and lazier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the month I try to take more naps, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work. It never works. I'm overwhelmed right now. I got too much shit going on. I think I know something that can help you. Oh oh oh! oh. You know what? I see where you're going. You I are. bet it will help me. You're gonna see where I'm going. Let me, let me ask you, what Adam and Eve product do you think I should have? What is that? The Adam my and choice, Eve? my my choice. Oh, sorry, sorry. This week is drum roll, please. The Adam and Eve warming thrusting prostate probe. Jesus, this is where I wish we had the applause. <laughs> we'll just do our own sound effects. It is um, 320 inches. Oh, no, whoa, 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 No, sorry, 5.84 <laughs> inches long. 328 inches. And basically, <laughs> this is, you explore your prostate with a remote-controlled P-spot wow. that gives uh, a world of unique and thrilling sensations. Okay. Okay, this will get you. It's powerful vibrations and bulby shaft. <laughs> oh, bulby man. shaft, Clemo, that's my nickname, <laughs> are made to give your booty a buzz. Jesus, who uh, writes the shit? I wish I could. Oh my god, I really wish I could. Yeah, to that's... do like puns on prostate oh. playfulness. Are you kidding? <laughs> I could just I would find my opening and oh. I would thrust them right in there. Jesus. Um yeah, it's only ninety dollars. Just ninety dollars. But have... actually with the code campfire, it's fifty percent off. That's right. Plus free shipping. Mm-hmm. I think you should check it out. Do you like prostate play? Um well I'm I'm not gonna say I don't uh, approve of prostate play but there's a lot that goes with it a lot when it yeah you have to know your place you gotta know your place yeah you gotta be ready for it you i want, think i'm a good prostate have, investor you want to you have that that conversation with yourself before you uh have yeah. it with somebody in else. the mirror yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, You're yeah. Like, are we ready for this are we ready for this yeah you, you do a little pep talk like, mm-hmm. like dirk diggler does right before he goes out and you know who that is uh mark Wahlberg and yes boogie nights mm-hmm. oh, it doesn't matter uh, you, just, i actually do know that yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm, I'm all about prostate play. And I love that it's warming because there's nothing yeah. worse than a cold prostate. Unless it's warming like, oh, put it in the microwave for four minutes. I hate things like that. Oh, yeah. Like, I love oh, that. This is warming. It's like, no, you just heat it up and then it stays warm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, prostate health is also really important. Very important. And I feel like this would kind of be considered a checkup, too. Well, I wouldn't say it's a checkup. I would just say it's a, a, a personal maintenance thing. Yeah. You need to get somebody to look at your prostate, which I, I need to do, honestly. You bringing this up is like, I, I don't need, I need less prostate play and more prostate like checkup. Yeah, you, you know? do. Yeah, you're at the age. I'm at that age. It's time to do it. Ugh, I picture it as like a shriveled raisin or something. No, it's the size of a lemon. Really? Think about that. You get in there and you just grab a lemon, pluck, pluck it off the tree. I think I pick men that really like having their prostate explored. All my boyfriends. Let's talk about it. I think it's like a it's a it's a mix of like humiliation <laughs> versus like a, I like it's prostate. I just want to go in and squeeze it like a whoopee cushion. Oh what? Jeez. So okay, go to adamandeve.com, code campfire for fifty percent off plus free shipping. Let's get into this episode. Come on, kids now gather round. 
grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now, hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Let's get into it. You want to get into it? Yes, yes, yes. Please, (laughs) please, please. Uh, Welcome again to all our lovely people out there. Thank you. Thanks for coming back to us. Um, I, yes. Really quickly. I forgot to say this. We're supposed to say this super quick. Okay. The ad that we just did. I'm supposed to say, whoops. We've all heard about. I'm supposed to say, whoops. We've all heard about supply chain issues and delivery issues every day on the news. So don't wait. Don't wait on your Adam and Eve order. Shop now. Shop early. Hurry while supplies last. (laughs) Hurry! Isn't that funny? Of all the, like the supply chain issues that like the prostate yeah. warming thruster is yeah. on its way slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Too many prostate jokes. There's there's something there. Okay, so thank you so much. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm gathered. We have a lot to talk about. We do. You're the Virgo, so please sort. You know all the things we have to talk about. Please start, um, start first. No, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not your typical Virgo. You know that. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe we could start with that. Okay, here's how I'm feeling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Be honest. Completely us. overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm completely overwhelmed with like doing so many things, managing so many projects. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Does that make sense? It's like th- there's chaos, but I I, I like the chaos. Do, I feel like the chaos lately, though, do you really mm. like it? Because I think you like chaos when everything is fun and firing on all cylinders i think I'm, I'm i'm in a place right now and and maybe some of our listeners feel this way is that like i have lots to do i like doing it all um but then it's kind of okay for me but i'm getting i'm getting shit from everybody else don't project it onto us i'm not i'm not i'm just saying like people are saying like hey it seems like you don't have enough time for me and i'm like okay that's fair yeah. it's fair but then it makes me not want to switch gears and make time it makes me go like well, then maybe I should just be less with my friends and, and people in my life, you know? Like, I need to focus. Yeah. And I'm hurting the people, so maybe I should just let them go. Really? There's a part of That's me that intense. feels... Well, I just mean, like, if if you're getting shit for being busy, right? I mean, I'm still... I'm, I'm formulating. Though. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. I just, like... I've been having a lot of fun. I've been doing a lot of stuff. I've been doing a lot of projects and I love it all. And sometimes I feel bad because those things have been taking priority and then it hurts other people's feelings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm talking about us. Are you? No, no. I'm talking about you. No, you're yes, not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Please, are you? Uh, no. You're like, you're not responding to me. No, 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 I'm no, like, no, I'm no. busy. I'm sorry. I don't care about getting responded to. What what my issue is sometimes is that you travel and go away a lot, which I really like. But during those times, <laughs> you are you are good about, in a good way, you sometimes are like, I'm not bringing my computer. I, and I, you don't I, bring yeah. your computer. So then, so if you're gone for like six days here, home for two days, and then gone for like another six days, that's basically yeah. like 12 working well, business I don't days. Well, I don't have a laptop. I, I, I had a laptop at one time and I got rid of it because I wasn't using it enough because yeah. I would go on these trips I'd take the laptop and then I wouldn't do anything and so it's like I'm going to sell this thing and get a desktop get a beast of a desktop and just work when I'm there and have that space I like having that anyway we're getting off topic any what anxiety I'm really like to I said say, that, you have, that you've heard from me mm-hmm. is because we have some business dealings that we have to get back to and sure. I get anxious because I don't like people not hearing from us for weeks and I sure. also get anxious about um 
guest not like there's definitely in the podcast world too like i like to if, if people are like not that they're sitting around thinking about it but if i reach out to someone and say we'd love to book you for the podcast sure. and then it's like okay how about this week how about this week and it's then so hard for me i know i, I know, know i know what you're asking and you're absolutely right to do it mm -hmm. it's just so hard for me to say yeah in five weeks i'll be available on this day totally because things change and i just gotta yeah I, that that is a problem with being a freelance artist um and traveling like this week, I'm going to Austin. I'm going to Austin for three days right. to do it. But a then, gig. then what is happening now is I think you're getting to the point where you're too busy, where you're not going to be able to put all your projects on ice like for five days at a time without yeah. then coming home and having an onslaught. Of yeah, stuff. well, that's that's my life right now. Yeah, that's yeah. my life right now. That's what I'm saying is like everybody wants a piece and everybody needs something, and I'm not able to give it to them. So there is a part of me that needs to like slow down, but then I don't like that idea. No, I don't I'm think cut like, out more. Come on, stuff. everybody else, speed up. <laughs> I'm ready to speed up. That's the thing is, I'm 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 sped. I don't know. I'm probably just being selfish, and I and I'm going I, through this I get moment. That feeling too. I'm yeah. getting that moment of life where you go like, what do I want? Is this enough? Yeah. Am I selfish? Yes. Be selfish, or you know, like because I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do this shit. I'm not waiting for anybody. You know. Yeah. But then there is a, a there are residual, uh, I guess, damage. Yeah. I think collateral damage same thing. I, I really wax and wane between sometimes I can feel when I'm almost having like when my social fun is tipping towards almost too much yeah. because then I'm like, I just want hours on my computer because I need to get for caught sure, up on stuff. Sure. But then I can also feel when it's too much work and I need to go like sit at a park with a friend or just yeah. do something. So yeah. like, well, and I just want to say I really appreciate all the people in my life who are like, you know, helping out, helping yeah. out in those ways and being patient. I do. Um. I wanted to bring something up because I really like this okay. and it's a little gear switch. Are you ready? Yeah. So this last week, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I had my <laughs> comedy show. Mm-hmm. Looked and fun. It, it was a blast. We had our past guest, Dustin Nickerson, on the show. He was headlining and he came in there and killed it. And I was so happy that we had Dustin on. Oh my God. On the same night that you had a show across town. You're trying to start beef. I don't I'm feel not, any there's beef. No beef. There's no beef between you it's and Dustin. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what, I, that's not what I'm saying. But this is where I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. you know, we have this ongoing thing. It's like, who's picking who, right? Who, yes. Who's picking who? And we have, you know, my friends. I've stolen long, a few of your friends. Yeah, or you've I've tried to. Them. You've yeah. tried to. But I have a couple friends, Brian LaShonda. And... LaShonda, I already knew is LaShonda's going to go to your show and Brian's going to come to my show, right? Mm -hmm. Because if Brian didn't come to my show, well, we'd really have a problem. Understandable. And also from a practical point of view, I'm guessing that while they're down here, they only have one car. What, what are you talking about? We oh, no, you were that saying point. that. Okay, okay. Yeah, That's so, true. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, I don't even know how that would happen that, that she would go to my show. Well, though. she said she was going to, though. And okay. even Brian said she was going to. Okay. And oh, so, my God. What if he dropped her off at my show? I know. That would actually be so sweet and cute. But instead, they both came to my show. But you're so funny. They had to choose, and they chose me. Of Meryl. all the things, they chose me, Meryl. They should. They're they your longtime further. best friends. They drove further, and they chose me. For I'm, the sake of the podcast, I'm should the I be shit upset show. about this? I'm the shit show this week, and it matters. <laughs> like, of, no, uh, no. I just thought it was really funny, and they walked in. I was like, "Oh, Meryl's gonna be so that. beat. She's gonna be so mad." No, no, no. Uh, look, honestly, maybe for the sake of entertainment, I should pretend that I'm upset about that. Yeah. No. If they like unfollowed me on Instagram, then I would be, I would be <laughs> How devastated. How would you know? You don't check anymore, do you? I don't check. 
I don't check my like who I think are my really good friends because I have faith in my friendship with them. Um, no, my new thing now is checking before on Instagram if I don't like know someone that well before I wish someone a happy birthday. Yeah. I check to see if they're still following me on Instagram. Dear God. And if they're if they don't if they've unfollowed me, I genuinely wish that they like rot from the inside out. Okay. Okay. Like not only is their birthday bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you remove it from your calendar altogether, yeah. like the actual date I hope is no have, longer allowed to be celebrated yes. in any way. Yep. I wish them gangrene yeah. and that they have to lose their limbs and everything. <laughs> um, no, that's I would a expect that because they're your really good friends. Of course, friends. I'm, they're you your know better friends. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. But B, I wish La- our friend Lashonda could have seen it because because I feel like. <laughs> D's nuts. No, 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 no. Because, um, because also just from a uh, point of view where like she's come to a few of my shows. Sure. I think one of them was really fun. One of them was kind of like geeky where it was, it was still a fun show, but there just wasn't a lot of people there. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. I wish I could pick and choose because the show that I did before Thanksgiving, yeah. it's just like, that would have been the kind of show I wish you were at it. Cause I'd like, yeah. like to showcase to people. But then instead I seem to have the ones that I have my friends come to are, it's not embarrassing, but it's just like, that's not my favorite. Whereas right. I really would have liked people to come to the one before. I get it. Uh, it was fun, though. I mean, yeah, it seemed really fun. Night before Thanksgiving is always just a mess in any bar in America, but like, um, it was fun. We we hung out late that night, pretty late, just hanging out in the bar. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, with my show, it was super cool. Uh, the headliner was Gabby Lamb, oh, yes. and she like I when people are always like crushed it, murdered it. It's not that you know. A lot of times, it's just like someone did okay, but she really, really, really like crushed it. Oh, and she murdered did. It. Yeah. Oh, good. Like. I had even told her we were texting before, and I she asked how the crowd was. I'm like, they're I like I'm like they're cool. It's I'm like it reminds me of like uh like the show like the TV show Full House. I'm like I feel like they would like like Full House material. It just seemed almost like uh, a little bit older well, and yeah 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 just kind of like more sensitive and yeah. stuff. But then I think as the night went on. And and they turned it around. They were really they laughed at like my offensive stuff, and they were oh, really good. a good 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 crowd. And then by the time she went on, like. I was like, wow, she's really killing it. And it's cool to see her just progress and even get better and better. And watching her like really inspired me because I'm like, uh, I just see the way that she's become so polished since I've first started seeing yeah, her. Yeah, all those LA, that whole LA crew that you see hanging out together, her, Audrey Stewart, uh, that Veronica, like all these people are like, really starting to pick up and get crazy yeah. good yeah it's awesome and she had uh you know these girls are kind of like even though they're younger than i am i think i view them definitely as like the like cool high school senior girls or something yeah and she she was like audrey told me that you had a really good show like about me and, and oh, i'm like really oh my God, that's cool yeah. like want to snort coke i'm like no you don't, you don't do that anymore but um yeah that was fun how was your uh how were your holidays mm, we had to pull an audible oh as they say that's a football what happened term. um we were going to go to our friend Dana's house. Sure. And at the last minute, they had a family emergency. Aww. They had a, an elder person die in the family. And they had to fly back as a family of five people no. the day before Thanksgiving to Pennsylvania. Oh. You can just imagine like how expensive Gross. and terrible that oh, is. Oh, that's awful. Isn't it the, of like, so we, Jack and I were talking about possibly going to Mexico or we didn't really know what to do. And then... Um, we of course love to go to our friend Casey's house, but it's just the thought of then driving up and back seems so much. But we decided last minute, you know, let's rally let's and do, do it. it. And so we did it and we had a wonderful time. Oh, that's awesome. And while I was there, I had a real celebrity in the house where I got to sit next to and become friends with the guy that played the jazz flute on Anchorman. 
You oh, know the really? scene where Will Ferrell is like yeah. dancing and playing jazz flute yeah, yeah, yeah. and walking on the tables. He's yeah. the musician that that's hits his flute playing. Oh, and we so had a really funny I conversation. See, about I see, it. I see, I see. It made me so excited. I bet that's awesome. I, I was excited about that, and then it also came out that he had played on the album, the the Chronic, like Dr. Dre's album. Oh, the Chronic, really? yeah. And the, the boys were all excited about that. <laughs> They're like, "Did you say you're on Dr. Dre's like classic album?" And then then it was like, but we were all like, his girlfriend was like. I was like, I'm so sorry. This is you're like a spectacle, and he's like, the girlfriend was like, no, you don't understand. This is like so exciting for him. Like, yeah. I don't think people. We were just the right age of right. people that care about him right. playing the jazz flute on right. Anchorman. Right. <laughs> you see that to most people, they'd be like, okay, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then there's also a few people from Thanksgiving who were from Korea, um, from Seoul, Korea. Oh, okay. And I, I guess you, you keep acting like that's the end of the story. No. And then <laughs> I just thought it was really cool to talk with them. So. It was a very interesting conversation. That's awesome. And then I got really tired and I fell asleep on the couch while everyone else was talking. Yeah. I got a little uh, I got a little toasty on the couch myself and just kind of like wanted to go to sleep, but instead we had some we had dinner, drinks at uh Where at, did you go? Yeah. at Brit's mom's house. Okay. And then she lives like a half hour away or so and then I watched the, uh, you know, the the American, or what is that, the dog show? Yes. Uh, what's that called? The AKC, like the yeah, American the AKC. Kennel Club. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Uh, That's and, our Super Bowl for real. And I was just doing, like, just commenting on every single dog. Just It's like we're having a good time just making fun of, like, what these dogs look like and what their names were, what oh their personalities God. were. And we had a great time. Had good dinner. And then uh, came back and invited some friends over and had some drinks and... I started watching that Beatles documentary, Get Back. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then it was just like, fell asleep late, I guess, you know? Pretty easy, like, uh, American Thanksgiving. Kind of, you know, yeah, it's like, we yeah. ate food, we watched TV, and then we fell asleep. Yeah, and then I feel like, um, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was just going to say, sometimes when I don't want to talk shit because maybe some people love their dogs, but when the toy group comes on during the dog show, oh, I tune out. Oh, all the out. little chihuahuas and yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm They'll, not a toy group But they're the funniest girl. looking things. I know, because they look like little they're, they're Tinkerbells or something. Or- I was so mad, though, because, you know, when you have a dog, you want to see your dog, right? You want to yeah. see your version, the dog on the AKC. But then it, it showed the group. I saw a Boston Terrier in the background, but then they didn't focus on it at all. They showed this stupid bulldog instead. And I was like, no, no. And then the bulldog is the one that won, of course, because they filmed this. And then they go back and edit it to make it look like, oh, well, here are the heroes of the day. you know? Damn it. And I was like, I didn't even get to see a fucking Boston Terrier. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Everyone so, wants theirs. I know. <gasps> Yes. Wait, I forgot one thing from Thanksgiving I want to share. Is is that, okay, so our longtime listeners will know that uh, one of myself and Jack's biggest, one of our 450th biggest fight was a few Thanksgivings ago. We were on our our way to Casey's house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we got into a big fight over getting ice. Ice. And then we, before we even went to her house, it was even unclear if we were going to even make it there because we were passing the ice back and forth and yelling at each other, like, you're going to, you, I'm not going, I'm not going. And it got into a big fight it's so much so so that jokingly when we had told casey that we're on our way what can we bring they she's just ice. like you know ice anything but ice lol and then we joked about it and then a few hours later we we're in the car on our way there and she had said okay i'm actually not kidding this is funny we but ice. we really need ice and so i said haha no problem and i'm like oh everything is breezy and you know this is look how we've grown so much sure, this will never happen again sure. and then jack made like a comment kind of you know, I'm, this is my my take on things. Is that we were driving nicely, and this is the ice fight, the sequel. And um, 
he he kind of like he didn't roll his eyes, but he grumbled a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that set me off because I'm like, OK, we're showing up to her house. We're announcing ourselves like a day before we're showing up unannounced and yeah. and she's hosting and all she asked us to do was get ice. And so instead he acted like it was going to make us really late. But oh, I'm like late like for now, what? Like the host have, is telling us. Yeah, like Now we have to get ice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was I got a little bit like Again. I told I kind of like, just need to stay away from ice. I know. And so then we it got into a big discussion about because um, it came down to that. He thought the ice was going to stop us from getting quality time just with with Casey and Nick. And so I had said, I think your expectations are a little bit too high if for a Thanksgiving you're expected, like it's not about us getting quality time with them. They have like 16 friends coming and so they're, we're not about to like, I think right. your day is going to go badly if you expect like lots of quality time. So right. let's just get the ice and, and then it turned into like, expectations being high and then there's big talk and then i know so then we finally got there i really thought about around san clemente i was like i'm just gonna roll out of the car (laughs) and just roll to my death like i I hate couple fighting in a car i do too i do too so that was my um my sequel just when we thought that it would never end (laughs) just when people thought we would chill out oh god please don't do this and then the other thing, oh. I just wrote down a lot of random thoughts. Tell me. Um, I find myself, I am not like picky. I mean, I am per, I'm persnickety, but I'm not yeah. picky when it comes to my own stuff and whatever. But I have a friend, my friend Helen, who I love so much. Hi, and Helen. Ha- you will meet her one day. <laughs> Wait, I love. I don't think she listens, but in a good way. Oh, like, good. You know, I find it also like... like my friends that also have podcasts don't we don't like tend to listen to each other's podcasts. Right, <laughs> I don't they, listen yeah, to any of my friends' and, podcasts yeah. now. Um, but Helen has... Like, you know, we're in a writing group together and I find myself sometimes that if if I know something I think is going to be funny or if it should be used, it it happens very seldomly. But I'm like, I'm sure of it when I'm like, it, you, you should say this instead. Like, I'm sure of it. You know, like I'll give her a tag yeah. to a joke or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I promise or someone else. And I, n- I never try to like stamp stomp on everyone's things because everyone right. could have their own creative stuff. And by no sure. means is my stuff perfect. There can definitely be stuff. But I can just feel sometimes when I'm like, I, s- I swear in my life, like this will be funnier. This is a, fe- a better line for you to use in that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I swear to God, you will get it. Like, just try it once and you'll get a big laugh out of it. So she has she talks about growing up in London and she's vegan and she talks about like uh, not liking the foods and basically some of the the stuff that people from the UK eat versus like mm-hmm. uh, here. And so she goes down her, her list and all, all I want her to say sometimes is like spotted dick, you know, cause that's a, a bit. Yeah. And I just said like, if you say spotted dick as the third one or something, people will like that. And I have like this fixation on, on her stuff. Like spotted really? dick. It's to the point where she'll do it. And, and then she would do her set and she won't say spotted dick. And then I'll just say afterwards, I'm like, Hey, can you just say it? Like, fucking say it. <laughs> so, really? Then, so then we were, we were out to dinner and I, I brought it up again. And I, I just said like, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I'm just like I get. I like a dog on a bone. If I know something, I'm if a, like, a dog uh, on a spotted dick, and I'm like, I, I know. I know it, and and I never. I wouldn't say it unless I was sure of something. And, yeah. And so then finally, she explained to me, she, which I should have just said. She should have just said from the beginning, or we could have just talked about. With sure. that, I guess spotted dick is more of a, a dessert type thing. Yeah. So it wouldn't work. And so all this time, I kind of thought that she wasn't like hearing me or. But she was like, I'm. I I I take your suggestion. Yeah. But it but doesn't. Why work, I won't work, yeah. But I appreciate you. And all I needed to hear, I just need yeah. to hear that once, and I would let it go. Yeah. But instead, I just thought like either <laughs> she wasn't listening, or yeah. And I yeah. there's not really other. 
stuff like that except there's another girl that i write with who has all this material and i love it all but then offhand one time she told she told us this story about how she didn't really have a mother growing up and so um her grandmother would give her these when she finally got her period and she was like in a teen teenager her mom would be or the grandmother was the one in charge of her so she would give her these like 10 by 10 maxi pads that like grandmas would wear and stuff and so this girl also they put her in like a back brace so she did like an act out one time of how she was as a teenager in high school like trying to sit down wearing a back back brace brace. wearing a maxi pad that's like like you know almost like an encyclopedia thick and so the way she told it was so funny that i'm like i swear you need to use that because that would be so good and then then I think she will. But I find myself getting bossy about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny because I'm not like that with my own. And I, I never yeah. am like that. But do you ever get like that in your creative things? Oh, where- for sure. But I think I don't like people telling me how I should change my art or my yeah. or, or my humor. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to hear it if it's solid, right? Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes hard to hear it regardless. Because you're like, oh, okay. But that's one thing that improv taught me is like, I notice now when people are like, no, but instead of yes. And, Oh, right. Um, because like now when I'll say, Oh, it could be like this. And somebody's like, nah, it's like, okay, you're just killing it. You're killing my whole, yeah, killing yeah. my whole vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, instead I try, I'm, I'm trying more since then to be like, when somebody goes, Oh, what if and I'm like, Oh yeah, let me think about that. Even if I think it's a bad idea in the beginning, not to kill, the rolling of ideas out you know like you need to just keep going because something will happen definitely and when you start saying no or that wouldn't work blah blah it's like it kind of kills that growth yeah so but yeah i i don't typically tell comedians like this would be funnier i mean if someone no, i never if, say if, funnier i just yeah. say like i promise this will get a laugh yeah. like even uh like i it, there's part of my set sometimes that i'll talk about like hating getting unfollowed on instagram sure. and getting you know unfollowed on instagram and sometimes i do shows with helen and she'll go after me yeah. so and then she talks about like logging off of instagram and so i'm like you should say i logged off of instagram like after unfollowing meryl of course yes and the, and she did it and that got a huge laugh and people liked it but it, yeah. it only works in a specific case right, where like right. i do that she does that and right, and, I'm, right. and i guess i'm saying I mean, maybe i'm phrasing it wrong I'm, I'm saying like you should or something to the but i could feel myself it's it's i get like um excited and then it kind of i think comes out as bossy but it's more mm. just like excitement i bet i can stuff. do that too because i'm like oh you know it'd be great if you did like this blah 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 <laughs> and then i would work it's like to try to convince someone to see your vision is can be yeah, hard yeah yeah hard, and yeah. i just want to squeeze the life out of everything that i care about <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i mean emotionally that has really been it i wow. feel happy and uh, one of our campers and listeners and one of our wonderful friends um i hope she doesn't mind me saying but in, her name is kinney and she's really nice and she came to my comedy show and brought matzo ball soup what yep Jesus. my first matzo gift and it was the sweetest most thoughtful thing ever well i know we talked about that convention i went to last week but mm-hmm. there were a couple people that came up and said hey big fan Love Meryl. No, love, no, one said no, no, that. no. They did, they did, and they was like, "Oh, she's crazy. That's my jam. She's Meryl is my spirit animal." No, kind of they did not. I, I don't promise it. you, I would not give you this compliment. I would really? not just make this up. Thank yes. you, guys. I'm one, shy. one specific person uh, uh, had come up and sort of said that, and then there's another guy. Yeah, yeah. You got fans. You got fans. Thank you. you the little Jewish matzo ball. Thank you, next. girl. Thank you, next. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Honestly, 
honestly like oh. I had a moment during my set where like I got a really a, a really good laugh like the the comedy store is amazing in the yeah. way that it's it's one of those scary venues that if you're not doing well like the lights are on everyone and everyone's oh, in your face but if no. you are doing well it's like it's very cool but then like I literally thought as I was doing my set I got like a huge laugh and then I was thinking I honestly had this thought like I was like, I was like, I'm too broken to enjoy this laughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like as I was talking, I'm like, it doesn't even matter anymore. I feel like maybe people use yeah. laughter as band aids to try to like yeah. get it together, but but I can see now <sighs> where quickly it doesn't it doesn't do anything to like patch me together. Oh my god, the healing has really got to come from the inside, and that is where I will stop. I love you. I'm sorry Thank you're you. so hurt. So, so I don't even know what I'm heard from at a great childhood yeah. great, until I met you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Hey, uh, get in line. Get in line. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's my relationship, career, everything in a nutshell. That's good. That's good. I wish I had more to talk to you guys. You know, about. What? not much has happened in this week. I've just been working, so it's like it's kind of hard to like fill you in on all the new juice because there yeah. really isn't much. So, uh, um. I don't really, yeah, I don't really want to waste my time with this anymore, to be mm. honest. Is, is that fair to say? That's very fair it's to fair say. It's fair to say, right? Okay, well, I really feel like I've Let's given it everything I've got. Yes. Bo really came in about 18% this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we appreciate hey, that. last week I was 120. All right, well, we love you. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking us out again. All right, love you. You guys are my spirit animal. Thank you, next. <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.